0: Harvest Hosts provides a cost-free opportunity for small businesses and farms to increase revenue simply by inviting self-contained RV members to stay one night on their property. In return, members patronize or donate to the business. Well-established hosts are reporting on an average of $15,000 in annual additional revenue. For more information on how you can become a host or a member, contact Harvest Hosts today at harvesthosts.com. Hey, Thriving Farmers, Michael Kilpatrick here with yet another episode of the Thriving Farmer Podcast. And today as a special podcast as I'm going to recap our coming 2024 Farm Summit. So it's the Thriving Farmer Vegetable Summit. And we've got speakers, everyone from JM Fortier to Jill Reagan to Ray Tyler. Um, we got Megan Neubauer, uh, Grant Estrade, and so many other awesome and exciting summit guests. So I'm just going to go through a little bit and talk today about what I've learned from the summit. Um, So again, I've done all all 30 interviews or so for this, and I'm going to share some highlights um, from the different speakers, what I've learned, and why you would want to make sure you attend the summit that is coming up here January 12th through 14th. And if you're listening to this uh, presentation afterwards, you can still go to farmsummits.com and learn more about the summit. So it's available afterwards, just not in the same way. So um, the 12th through the 14th, it is 100% free to listen. And we do this year also have a fair amount of live sessions, which I'm super excited about. So we have some live soil sessions, live Q&A sessions with a bunch of our different guests. Um, So I'm excited to share that as well for this summit. So let's kind of go through and chat a little bit about some of the different speakers and kind of what I took away. Because again, even after been growing for almost 20 years now, I still feel like I know so little about vegetable farming and how to grow things. There's always new things to learn. And so that was the exciting thing about this summit is there was a lot of things I was able to take away that we will be integrating onto the farm here this coming year to hopefully grow better quality vegetables. So one of the first interviews I did for the summit was with Ian Tolhurst. He is a European farmer so he farms in England and he we brought him in to share about his fertilizer free farming methods. So that's right. He actually doesn't use any fertilizer on his farm but manages everything with a long term Rotation, a five year rotation that actually provides the fertility they need to grow their food. And again, they do hundreds of CSA members every single year. I've seen pictures of their farm from their farm, just all the beautiful produce that they produce. So they actually produce really nice produce. So, again, that was really interesting and great to bring him in, talk about that, and kind of share how they uh, make that work. And uh, so there's definitely some takeaways from that presentation. Uh, Another one was obviously JM Fortier. So he's a good friend of mine. And I brought him in to chat with us about winter production. Because to me, winter production is one of the easiest Seasons to grow in, but a lot of times one of the least farmed, and there's so much potential there. So, we chatted about how to make sure you integrate it well so you don't have to work too hard in the wintertime. Um, we talked about some of the big challenges and a little bit about like what he's focused on right now in um, his farming uh, life. And so, that was great to, to chat with him, kind of learn what he's up to, and just you know, chat in detail about the winter season and just how profitable and helpful it can be to your farm enterprise, you know, keeping employees through the winter as well as keeping your customers as well. Another presenter that we had this year was Ray Tyler. So Ray Tyler and I've gone back. I forget how many years we've known each other now. Um we've done some courses with him, we've done a lot of things, and this year he actually presented a couple different presentations. So one of his presentations was on making sure you balance family and farming. So that was a great presentation on like his 10 commandments or 10 rules that he has implemented to make sure that he gives enough time to his family. Another presentation was all about his cucumber production. So Ray has done a fabulous job over the years with his cucumbers getting higher and higher yields. And so he kind of shared the secret sauce behind what that means to produce a lot of cucumbers. He's got... Um, unique, uh, fertility. He's got some unique spacing. He told us that the ver- exact variety he likes. So it's really good to understand and, you know, kind of how that works on his farm and how he's able to get 3000 cucumbers per hundred foot bed. And the third talk Ray shared with us was about his value added aspect. So Ray's now doing some value added products. He's doing some dressings. He's doing some vegetable trays. And so he's shared with us exactly, you know, what that looks like on his farm and how he makes that happen. He's also doing a lot of Pestos now. So interesting to see kind of like how he makes that work. And he actually doesn't produce a lot of that himself. Much of that is done through a co pack kitchen that he um, just hires someone in that kitchen to do the work for him. So interesting how he's got that straightened out. Um, another speaker is going to be Dave Chapman. So Dave, I've known Dave for a while now. I think I toured his farm maybe five or six years ago up in Vermont. And he has a commercial tomato production system. So I forget how large his greenhouse is. It might be over an acre. Um, but he shares with us in detail and it's beautifully shot video. So again, this is just not some slide production. This is not some interview. This is a professional video crew filming Dave and his team in the greenhouse and sharing exactly how everything works on his farm. And again, fascinating. Again, I took away some great takeaways there. One of the biggest one is just the amount of beneficials he uses on his farm. So they do not use any pesticides or fungicides. They literally just manage everything through 100% organic methods. And so he was sharing just how important those beneficial insects are to making sure the entire farm flows well. We had a great presentation from Eric Olson as well. So Eric is a permaculture designer. He just wrote a new book. And Eric came on to share about how to integrate food into your landscape. So that's one of his biggest things is that so many of us have landscapes around houses, or around buildings, and there's so much potential to be able to um, start growing food there. And so what his presentation was about on different ways to do that, how to manage the landscape, how to integrate different things. So I think people are going to really enjoy that presentation, especially he talks about natural nutrient pumps. So how to use some of that landscaping to actually produce the fertility for those beds as well. We had Eric we had Andre Cantelmo join us as well. So Andre's a good friend of mine as well. He's gone, but he and I have probably known each other for almost 15 years. And Andre came on to share about the how and why behind soil steaming. So I know that's something that a lot of people have been hearing about. It's a very interesting concept. And there's a lot of things that are unknown about it. So like, does it destroy the soil microbiome? Um, Can you use it in the field. And Andre comes on to share all those in that information and more. And so it's a great conversation. Um, we chatted about all the different aspects of it, and you're going to want to make sure that you hear that presentation as well. If you have any interest in eliminating your weeds and disease on your farm. So we also had Jill Reagan. We've had Jill on the podcast here. She's got a great, I think a YouTube presence as well. And she shared how to grow more food and less ground. So if you know Jill's story, she's on a very small acreage. I think she maybe farms an eighth of an acre and does a very high production job of that. And so what she's sharing on that is how to go ahead and double and triple your efficiency so you can grow more food. And so that was a great presentation as well. And I know that's something you guys are going to enjoy. Another presentation we have, and this will be a little bit later in the summit, is my good friend, Corinna Bench. Now, Corinna is a CSA farmer on the other side of the state from me, and she does a great job of managing her farm's CSA, as well as a lot of add-on shares. And she does a great job with marketing, too. And so I brought her in to share with you guys five mistakes that folks make in their farm marketing and how to fix it. And actually, it's really interesting. During the presentation, I was writing notes down and then I navigated over to my website and started taking you know, notes of what she was saying about just websites in general and some of the messaging. And so we actually also have a new plan for exactly how we're going to integrate that onto our website as well after we, all, we finish up at the summit here. So again, fabulous information there. I know you're going to have some good takeaways there. We also had some relatively new farmers share as well. So we had John Dindia and Bailey Samp, and they are from, I believe they're in Michigan. And they're only like been farming five or six years, and they're already doing multiple six figures and producing a lot of wholesale crops and thriving. And uh, so I wanted to share with you guys just kind of what that startup looks like. And then they also shared their most profitable farm crops as well. So we kind of dived in detail about their greens production, the different steps they take, some of the tools they've integrated, and um, the processing that they do of those crops once they hit the wash and pack for them and exactly how that works. So it's great to see you know, these innovative young farmers that are really making it a business and that we'll, we know that will make a long-term profitable farm system and they're going to help their community as well. So we brought in one of the live sessions we're going to be doing is a seed time presentation. I know introduced seed time to a lot of you guys over the last year or so. Um, we have made sure to bring back Paul just to kind of talk about planning successions and being able to do crop planning in half the time and being able to use seed time for that. So bring Paul in. I believe that's on Sunday, maybe. That's going to be the live presentation. But again, make sure you sign up. It's farmsummits.com and you'll be able to get the entire schedule there and get on our emails to make sure that you get the information for that. Another presentation we have here is from Sam Tilton, and Sam is sharing on all things cultivation. So he's sharing about the the weeding pyramid. He's sharing about some of the most underrated weeding techniques that um, everyone should be integrating. Um, and then, you know, some of the stuff that he presented on, which was just really great, detailed, basic information, is seed range. So that's something that is very important for folks to understand. So if you are kind of new to cultivation or just trying to figure everything out or maybe you're a little bit more of an advanced cultivation person, but you need some tips and tricks. It's a great presentation to brush up on your weed terminology and understanding exactly how to get rid of more weeds on your farm. Another presentation we had was from Orisha. So Orisha is a greenhouse automation company. And so they shared a little bit about their automation controls and kind of how that can help you steer crops and manage the greenhouse environment better. We have their systems here on the farm, and I've been very happy with the one house that we've converted over, and we'll be converting our second house over probably this coming spring. All right, so more presentations here. We have Laura from Front Yard Farm sharing with us. Now, Laura started her business with the Biro Barrow, and borrowed a circular saw and started putting in gardens for folks. And so she shares about how she built her business. It's really interesting that she also talked about the three product pillars that allows her business to thrive year round. So again, she started doing education as well. And she shared about how her value ladder as well works. So she goes to farmer's markets, which then drive her installs, which then drive her education. So it's really exciting to see you know, how she's built a very unique farm, which allows her to do what she loves doing, which is growing transplants and perennials all throughout the year and selling them to folks for their gardens. And then also doing keeping her and her team busy all summer long with these installs as well. Attention all vegetable growers and farm dreamers. Join us at the Thriving Farmer Vegetable Summit from January 11th through 14th. It's your chance to learn from over 27 successful veggie growers and sellers. Discover innovative farming systems, greenhouse automation, and secrets to high yields on small acreages. Whether you're an urban gardener or a homesteading enthusiast, this free three-day event will empower you to grow and sell fresh, delicious veggies right from your farm or backyard. Sign up now at farmsummits.com. We've got some soil presentations as well. We have David Knaus from Apical Ag. And uh, Apical is where we do our soil tests. And so I wanted to bring David in to share about how they do soil tests. Because they do them a little bit differently. A lot of places use an acid to extract what's in the soil. But as David says, you know, acids are not going to give you what the rainwater is extracting from your soil or what the soil microbes are extracting. So they try to do a much more natural soil test. And that's something that he's going to share in his presentation. So we also have Richard Daly. So Richard is with um, Daly's Walk Behind Tractors. And Richard shares about how to buy the right Walk Behind Tractor and implements So he talks through the three different brands that he offers, you know, which one's the best, which ones he recommends for people on large scale, um, about the different horsepowers requirements. um, One of the most under-realized aspects of the walk-behind tractor you need to pay attention to um, which is your tire size. So he tells exactly about why tire size is important and which one he recommends that makes you the maximum clearance and maximum traction to be able to pull the equipment you need. And again, we also talk through like different scenarios of like which piece of, of equipment you might need for different sizes of a landscape or a garden or a farm or homestead. All right. We we also will be hearing from Stacy Murphy. Now, Stacy is someone who I've actually been friends with for probably now almost 8 or 9 years. And Stacy has an interesting journey. She started her farming journey in Brooklyn. So, actually in New York City, built a very a thriving community farm there, ended up moving to the West Coast and teaching folks about gardening, but we went back to her years of the Brooklyn farm. And we chatted through how she built a thriving community-driven volunteer program. So she had hundreds of volunteers throughout the year show up to help her with the farm. And she shares exactly how she made sure she kept them engaged and how she really involved the community in all aspects of her farm. And then one of the things we see is that farmers feel very isolated. And so the goal with this presentation was to help you learn how to build a thriving volunteer program or program, you know, to help you on your farm, and to get people engaged. So it was great to see those techniques she used, and um, just all the ways that we can do that on our own farms. Another one we had was Dallas McCann. Now, Dallas, and again, is someone we brought in to talk about a very specific topic, biochar. So that's something we've started using here in the last year on our farm, and um, highly recommend folks use it. But the thing with biochar is if you don't use it properly, you can actually damage your farm. And so that's something that Dallas brought and started chatting with us about. Make sure we charge it properly, make sure we integrate it properly, and just the different types of biochar that are out there and which ones are gonna be good for your specific presentation and your farm. We're also joined by Megan Neubauer. Now, Megan is a pick-your-own farm that's located in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area, so a little bit north of Dallas. And her whole presentation was on how to build a thriving pick-your-own farm. She shares why traditional market garden sales avenues like farmer's markets, CSAs, and wholesale sometimes don't work and how they didn't work for her farm. And so how she made the changes on her farm to build out a pick-your-own farm. And there's some very key essential components. She's going to walk through five of them to make sure you build it out properly. Um, and then she talks to the rewards and the challenges now she actually only has a 2 or 3 month harvest period in her farm because they're in the heat of of Dallas area and so she shares how she brings in all of her farm's revenue in just those couple months and how she makes it work for her and her team so again very different farm model i thought it was very interesting and i think it would be very applicable for a lot of you guys who are listening another presentation we had was about compost we had Grant come in and talk about how to make sure that you and your farm are getting the right type of compost. for. So the four tests for good compost, how to adjust the pH, so if you have high pH soil, how to bring in a compost that has low pH. So the different components that are going to go into that. Um, and then another thing he shares about is why you never want to get manure from horse farmers, just some of the dangers that can be there and why you may want to shift away from that. So we also have some varieties and presentations on the different varieties of seeds out there. As you know, there's you know thousands and thousands of different varieties of uh, vegetables out there you could use. But how do you know which ones are right for your farm? So we brought in a presenter from uh, Johnny's Seeds, Dana, who's actually also my uh, seed rep, and she's going to talk us through exactly the characteristics that we may be looking for in our varieties and um, which ones are going to be right for your farm based on your geographical area. And continuing along with the seed kind of theme here and the varieties theme here, we brought in Dan Brezois, who's from Toursoul Farm in Canada, to talk about Seed saving. So Dan is, you know, a huge proponent of this of seed saving. He has a seed podcast out there, and he recommends every farmer be involved in seed saving on their farm in one way or another. And so he talks us through five easy seed crops for your market garden, and um, why you know we want to be growing some or another. Which ones you shouldn't be growing if you want to be doing any seed breeding and why it's okay to start small so it's a great presentation from dan i thoroughly enjoyed that with him and again it kind of inspires me a little bit to maybe do some seed saving here Um, we actually kind of inadvertently did some arugula seed saving this year and actually this crop self reseeded and then we actually went out there and were able to harvest our fall arugula from that spot so that was kind of interesting to kind of see the full cycle come right there And just how easy seed can be, especially with some of these greens, where you don't need a lot of specific uniformity in those crops. Some last talks here, we have Lori Rice come in and talk about um, taking good pictures. So again, if you're going to be selling your products online or using social media, you want to make sure that the pictures you're taking are going to present your product in the best light. So Lori, as a professional food photographer, came in to share all those details. We've got Rob Avis from Verb Permaculture sharing too. Now, Rob came in and shared a little bit about their passive greenhouses that they're working on, just how to integrate those into your landscape. Um, He talked about farming in far north climates. Rob is in a very cold climate. So he talked about how the specific things they've done over the years to be able to successfully grow a wide range of crops up there. And then he also talks about the five planning stages for your farm property as well that he's come up with over the years. All right, folks. So I think that is a little bit of kind of like the high level of some of the presentations I'm really excited about. Again, there's just so many little details that you'll just have to come to our summit and kind of listen to throughout the presentations. Um, again, we've got an A list lineup for this. We've got some great presenters, some great topics, and um, some good information as well, too. So we've got anything from, you know, how to pick farmland to how to grow very specific crops. Um, I'm actually going to be sharing a presentation on ginger and turmeric, some of the things we're learning and how we kind of expand that crop on our farm. We are now doing um, whole hoop houses of this those specific crops, and we've learned so much over the last two years. Our yields are really starting to go through the roof on that. So again, it's going to be a great summit. It's again, free, 100% free. Go to farmsummits.com to get your free ticket. And again, join us for all three days. There'll be live sessions during the days as well um, that are actually not going to be recorded. So make sure you uh, join us to grab that schedule and um, look forward to you joining us so that you can grow your farm and your business and simplify your life in 2024.